ha 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 ha
And now yeah. I've got you like yeah. liking the earlier ones more than the later ones. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. it's weird because they do. Maybe it's the the era, or maybe there's just a certain way of filmmaking in like the '90s and 2000s where you can have something that's like a little corny or a little cheesy, yeah. and you still care about it. You know, you care about the characters. Like isolated in F9. I don't think you really care what's happening. Like I care about Dom and his family situation because of everything before, yeah. it, but just isolated. I don't think too many people are going to care about the characters. Um, but like, like we just talked about in the matrix, we care about those characters mm-hmm. in uh, galaxy quest. We care about the Thermians mm-hmm. and everyone. So it's like, there's, I don't know what, what changed or if a change even happened. I'm just watching different movies now, but it feels like, well, that distinct level of corniness and genuineness existed in like that time period. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, yeah, caring about the characters. I mean, I feel like you'll care more about the characters if you've like seen all the movies. But if you just like hop in and watch this movie, it's kind of like, what the hell is going on? Um, yeah, like you can you can enjoy it and like it. I just on, feel like I, its... I'm getting a lot more out of it because I right. care. Um, I was thinking about how. <laughs> Okay, the thing that was on my mind, like, the whole movie, that I was, like, hoping was going to, like, be a thing, and it might still be a thing maybe in the next movie or whatever, was when, um, mm-hmm. it's near the beginning where Tyrese Gibson's character, Rome, Roman Pierce, he, um, is, like, in a death box situation where he's got, everyone's got the, the high ground on him, and there's, like, fucking 12 dudes or whatever, mm-hmm. and with, like, machine guns, they all shoot at him, and they all... Uh, seemingly actually hit him but he shoots all of them and kills all of them and he's got like bullet holes in his shirt and stuff yeah so it's like real like bullets like hit hit him him. and then he goes and tries to explain to tej uh ludicrous um and uh i forgot um the other character's name the newer character um the hack lady that he's just like do you see my shirt? Like, I think we're actually like invincible yeah. because like, I I got I clearly got shot, but I'm I don't have a scratch on me. And then they just like mm-hmm. try to they humor him for a bit and then they make fun of him or whatever. Um, and then like yeah. maybe eight minutes, like ten minutes later, I can't remember. Or actually, or maybe it was before that. I can't remember when it was. There's uh, no, sorry, it was it was after he uh, survived that shooting thing that he was talking to Tej about, but before he was explaining it to Tej. Where you mm-hmm. see Dom and Letty drive off of a cliff, and they the the car's right tire hooks on to like the bridge railing thing, and they mm-hmm. basically do like a fucking Tarzan swing <laughs> across this like body of water. Yeah, across country lines and like state lines. And then they like hit the and I'm assuming he's gonna like land on the wheels or some bullshit and like keep driving or something. But no, they just hit the side of the fucking mountain and just tumble like twenty times. Yeah. And then the car yeah. stops and there there's not a scratch on them. They're not like they're yeah. not all like wore out. There's no scratches, no blood, no nothing. Just, they just they're not even sweating. And and they're just like yeah. and then Letty has some cheesy line where she's like, Whoa, that was a spin or some bullshit. <laughs> she says something like that. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, is this where they're going with this? Are they like fucking superheroes now? Because yeah. there was nothing so, at all mm-hmm. that was like even hinting that they were harmed. And um so I uh I read a comment from Justin Lin. Yeah. So Justin Lin's the director of Tokyo Drift, the third mm-hmm. movie, 
to uh, Fast and Furious 6, which is the sixth movie. And then he left for 7 and 8. Yeah. Now, you could argue 6 is where things really started to get, like, a little zany, a little yeah. crazy. And I, 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 I get that. It's still more grounded than, like, 7 yeah. onward. But it's, it's, it gets a little zany. But his reaction to the eighth movie, The Fate of the Furious, when the the family accepts Jason Statham's character, mm-hmm. um, they it surprised him. He's like, what? I built him up to be like this big villain at the end of my last yeah. movie. And then now he's part of the family. So he said he had to start writing something or he had to start like, like how do we get here? How do we get to him being an actual part of the family? Because he killed yeah. Han, like another part of the family. Like how are we going to get there? So I think them going meta like a bit with the bullet hole stuff, mm-hmm. it's him going to try to address how they are invincible because this series did introduce black Superman in the Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> spinoff with Idris Elba. There's literally a super soldier serum. I forgot about that. So oh my God, is it possible that he's going to tie in Mr. Nobody like secretly put something in everybody's, drink yeah. and made them all super soldiers so that's why they don't get hurt yeah it it, it feels like so there's gonna be two more movies i mean i feel like they've planted a lot of Justin, seeds for this honestly yeah like i feel like that's where they're Lin, headed they're like superheroes Lynn's <laughs> a smart that's guy so funny. and like he hit the movies he made you know say what you will about them but they do kind of operate it like within the realm of like suspended disbelief realism like would this actually happen the way things happen in the movie no but it's still like it could happen it could happen in 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 this way but now it's like three guys in the middle of nowhere build a space car that drives in space it's like i don't think he would go that far but like in in like his the old kind of timeline but because the series has taken a like a turn to like go to these more crazy places he's reacting to that so he's embracing the zaniness and he's embracing the craziness. Right. So now two things that are odd that I want to point out. So one, um, what is his freaking name? The main character guy from Tokyo Drift, the Marat, the, the southern dude. He, the one who they call Gaijin yes. in the whole movie or whatever. He, uh, now keep in mind. In Tokyo Drift, which, based on the chronology of these movies, Tokyo Drift is technically a prequel that takes place after um, Furious, or, like, in between Furious 6 and 7. Correct. Now, the kid who's the southern white dude in Tokyo Drift is in high school, right? He's, like, 17 yes. years old, okay? Now, yes. Tokyo Drift takes place only like five years before this movie does before fast nine does yes. because that's how old they say brian is or whatever his name was or the, the, the son uh brian the little kid which means that guy lucas black who plays uh, the white dude from tokyo drift can at the most be like 22 23 years old but he looks like he's yes. 45 in this movie yes <laughs> Well, you could say the same oh, with uh, so funny to with me. Han too. Yeah, because because Sun Kang is supposed, you know, Sun Kang has fifteen years between Tokyo Drift and in this movie now too. So he looks noticeably he's older. He's pretty well though, I must say. 
He's aged pretty well. I thought he looked way older. Maybe it's his haircut, but I think he hasn't aged as poorly. Not poorly. not that Lucas Black aged poorly. Lucas Black's just older. He's old. He he just, he just aged. aged. He just yeah. aged. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's it's not a bad like we all do. Yeah. It. So there's only so much. I, I you just can find do. it funny because um, he's supposed to be like 22, and he's clearly like nearly 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that, and then. And then uh, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to every week, they talked about Fast 9, and he pointed out something that I didn't even think about that was so funny to me. How – and I, I guess I should have thought about this in the last movie because this was still a thing in The, in the Fate of the Furious. How um, Vin Diesel um, names his son Brian, right? But yeah. – Brian is still alive <laughs> in this universe. So that would be like if I like yeah. had a son and named him like Alec Mundy. <laughs> it makes no fucking yeah. sense. Yeah. <sighs> it's, you know, it's fine. I never thought like, about that. In actuality, in the real world, people would be like, yeah, it's a little weird. But you, we all know. Paul Walker's passed on, yeah. and this is a tribute to him. It's like, how. how if we're gonna criticize that, <laughs> and I don't know you're, I know you're not criticizing. I know you're just commenting yeah. on it. But like, if we're gonna criticize that, like, what do, what do you want <laughs> from these movies? And so after we um, did our season finale, the Fast and the Furious, I sat and just went and watched like all of them except for the Fate of the Furious, which is the one, uh, the previous one to this, number eight. Um, and I don't really remember that movie like at all. So I kind of, there were some bits where they were picking up on, I was like, I don't even remember who the fuck Charlize Theron's character is. Her name's Cypher. Cypher. And I was like, I don't even, I I think like she turned Dom to like fight against people and there was like a submarine or something. And that's all I remember. Yeah. She was blackmailing. Oh. Because she had, um, I can't remember her name, but the uh, Brazilian cop lady and his son so he was oh. having to do that because she had captured oh, okay. them and i thought mr nobody was dead that was her name but i guess he came back to life in the last one or something remember he got shot in the head mr nobody will will never be he gone. got shot in the head in like seven and uh i think and then well, i guess he's alive or whatever but anyway um also one of the things i didn't get about this movie was like what the hell was the point of that girl who was like the key to opening the little sphere thing Ares or whatever it was called the 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 girl that Han like raised Mm -hmm. I guess I don't know um what the hell was the point of her character I didn't really get any of that yeah I I think it's just a point that like if you're gonna have a super weapon might as well put a biological component in there so it doesn't fall into the wrong hands that's like um Mission Impossible Two. That's like basically what happens in that. Have you seen Mission Impossible Two? That's like the same thing in that movie. It's been it's been a Literally, while. What? But also to give give a reason for Han to be in hiding for the past five years. Right, and by the way, they basically didn't even really explain how or how he's alive. They were just like, I love. I kind of love. <laughs> it. They're just he's like just alive. He is alive. <laughs> Deal with it. Oh my god. Okay, and. It's, it's also good. remember I we were trying yeah. to theorize in the season closer like why or like how Dom has a brother and I was like hoping that like it was like Jesse's dad or whatever and I was wrong. It's upset yeah. about that. I really, I really like how they handled the backstory. It's pretty good. I think it makes sense. Oh, well, it's kind of convoluted. It, it, it makes sense for Dom's still... character to be 
uh, to be like a meathead and like assuming what he's seeing. And uh, I love that they didn't go the route of like, why didn't you try to appeal to Dom? It's because it's like, well, that character's already made up his mind. Like they've established that character will not listen to like reason in this situation. Yeah. Um, I, so it, it made, it made sense. It made internal sense with how we know the characters turn out and how they were. It's interesting. They kind of, I felt like dumb kind of like uh, drew like way too many conclusions and like, was like creating an ultimatum out of like very few facts. <laughs> Where he's just like, yeah. I heard, I talked to a guy in jail and he was like, Oh yeah, you can blow up a car that way or whatever. It's like, well, my brother was the last person to see the engine or whatever. <laughs> he must've killed dad. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck are you like? Well, back up. What are you talking? And then he, next moment he sees him he's like i know what you did so when we race you you drive on if you lose or whatever and never come back see i i really like that scene because you know jacob finally had the the room to 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 be the better toretto um but he could see it i I think that actor did a really good job of like looking at dom like when he's dom saying all this to him he's realizing nothing he can say will change his mind so it's like he has to he has to race him because that's what Dom's already decided they're going to do. And he has to kind of try to prove to himself, is he really a superior Toretto? Yeah. Well, any, I thought it was handled very way, well. I liked uh, I loved how they opened the movie with the whole like racetrack thing. I thought that yeah. was I think it was even cool. shot differently. Like the way it was shot made it feel Retro. very it was like like very fuzzy uh, yeah and um yeah and that and that track i'm sure there's a lot of like cgi there so they can make it look um older or newer i guess technically um but yeah. uh yeah it was, was good was cool. it's uh f9 f9's a good f9's great i mean <laughs> if you if you saw the last couple if you just want to have a, a fun action movie where you don't have to think too hard I, I like it. this one more than The Fate of the Furious, which I don't even remember that movie like at all. I like this one more than Seven, too. Yeah. This is like my favorite one since since Six. Really? Yeah. I think Seven's pretty great. Well, personally. well, you I would, Alex. If we're if we're ranking <laughs> if we're if we're splitting up if we're splitting up all the movies like three like one to three, four to six, seven to nine. Um, I think this is the second best of, of this era. I think it's seven, nine, eight. Okay. Yeah. And then if we're doing um, four, five, and six, it's five. I haven't seen four in forever. So five, six, four. And then um, one, three, two. It's five, six, four for me too. Uh, wow. And I guess. It's, no, it's, it's, oh, dang. I can't, uh, the first three are so good. I can't, I can't, I can't do it, Alec. Right, I, it's hard to say one's better than three because three's pretty three's great. great. One's also great. Two sucks. Two, though. I need two to does watch not two suck. Again. We're watching that one in a few weeks for, <laughs> or however many weeks before the season's over. Oh, I'm ready. I love that I'm fucking ready. movie. I love that movie. It's so funny. All right. It's All right, so funny. Me. That's convince one of my me. favorites. That's like top four, probably. Of like really? all of them. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Drift is probably right. my favorite. And then the first one's like a close second. And then probably like wow. Fast Five. And then probably Too Fast, Too Furious. And then Fast Six. And then this one. And then Seven. And then Eight. Cool. And then Four. <laughs> Actually, no. I, I, four is probably higher. You like Six better than Seven? Hell yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's a better movie. Six is boring. I, I, I watched it the other night. 
Six is seven boring. is is nonsense. That's wh- that's where fucking Mister Nobody comes in, and it's just like fuck this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this. Yeah, like fuck this this bullshit. Yeah. I'm over this. Um, yeah, I don't like the Mister Nobody shit. But I think like the the action scenes, and you know, you still got like Paul Walker doing cool shit. Yeah, but six is six is fucking good. Six is uh six is the one where they like. Obviously, the one after five, but five, five's the one where people are like, "Oh, this is like it's like this new thing," you know? It's like it's it's kind of like yeah. a shot of like adrenaline to the series or whatever, so to speak. And mm-hmm. but then six is like them riding off of that newfound popularity, and like you know, I felt like six was like the biggest. Well, I guess technically seven and eight are the two biggest so far, but I felt like six was like the one where like so many more fans like hopped on board. Um, yes. Definitely, and um, it was. It seemed like a. It was like an epic, you know, when it came out. And I, I just remember everyone was talking about that fucking like super long runway, that like fucking thirty mile yeah, yeah. <laughs> runway. Yeah, yeah, like everybody was fucking talking. Everyone I knew went to go see that movie. So, anyway, Fast Nine. That's and the art of the week. Fast we just wanted nine. to talk about that. We talked about. <laughs> I think more the other movies more than Fast Nine, but go watch. I Fast also Nine. saw uh, Promising Young Woman this week. It was pretty good. <laughs> Check that out. Oh, we gotta talk about that later because I love Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm.